Hi there, this is Rashawn McDonald, and welcome to Money Making Conversations. I'm your host. Each Money Making Conversation talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and living their very best lives with their passions and their gifts. You know, I always tell people, I want you to stop tripping over other over small challenges and prepare yourself for the bigger obstacles that are awaiting you in life. Hop over those. Just just walk through it. Don't even hop over those little small challenges. The Money Making Conversation interviews provide relatable information to the listener about career and financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the odds and how to live a balanced life. My next guest is an award winning interior designer. We did a lot of great work together on the Steve Harvey Talk Show. His designs have been featured on HGTV, The Real Housewives of Atlanta, and Good Morning America. He is on the show to discuss his journey in the business and his new series, Murder House Flip on Quibi. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Mikhail Welch. Hey, thank you for having me. Well, it's always great having you. Got your energy up, my man? Yes, hey, I'm ready. It's premiere day. <laughs> well, it's really because a lot of people, you know, we know, we know the times that we're in at this point. They were wondering, is it smart to be on TV at this time? Uh, I think you have an audience at the house looking for something new. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, I agree. It's like this is the perfect opportunity. Everybody is sheltering in place and, mm-hmm. you know, looking for a new outlet. So right. this mm-hmm. is the prime opportunity, you know, for I think for television and just people putting out content. For whatever brand they're working on, this is the perfect opportunity just to kind of work it and craft or work that craft. Uh, the name of the show is uh, Murder House Flip. You know, I'm a big designer. I'll be watching, you know, I watch, I, I, I watch the, you know, the Cabin Masters. I watch my man <laughs> with the with the amazing pools down in Florida. I love that dude and his, with his mama. She, he called a woman on the show. And so I'm a, I'm a big guy. You know, I'm, I'm a big guy. I'm watching these flip these. I was not saying I'm doing it on my own house now, you know, right. but I'm a watcher. And I think America, okay. America is really into watching and learning and it, and it inspires people to go to stores like Home Depot and Lowe's and all these type of things yeah. to carry out their dreams. What, what got you started, Mikhail? Um, you know what? Honestly, I tell people all the time, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. But, you know, I graduated from school with from Morehouse with a degree in marketing. And, you know, honestly, one day my mom had a conversation with me and told me I needed to find my passion and that I would know what it is because it would be something I'd be willing to do for free. So I ended up, you know, going to work for a furniture company and that turned into you know, many other opportunities, but honestly, it started from that one little seed, me working in a furniture store and just going out on the whim and just putting it all on the line to say, hey, this is what I want to go after. And it all started from there. Now, a furniture store. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> see, see now you're a long way from working in a furniture store. What were you doing in that furniture? Were you selling furniture? Were you setting up furniture? Was, what were you doing I at the furniture selling. store? Huh? I was selling the furniture in the furniture store <laughs> called Storehouse Furniture in Atlanta. Uh-huh. And, you know, I really got frustrated because I wasn't the great salesman, so I thought. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. um, I ended up transitioning uh, to uh, the warehouse, and I was kind of like their um, inventory manager. And I was mm-hmm. in charge of all the products that would go like the 
Oprah when she was doing Hurricane Katrina relief and something sparked in me and I said, you know what? I really want to be the person on the other side of that. I don't want to just ship out the furniture. I want to be the one designing the room. Right. And so, um, after, I mean, and I'll tell the truth, after several failed attempts, you know, I, I had three different interviews to become a buyer and it just didn't work out. Um, my boss said to me, he said, yeah, I like you, but I think you might want to, you know, test something else out. And there was a gentleman on Craigslist looking for an interior design assistant. And I applied, got the job, and I worked with him for a year just really learning mm-hmm. the business of design, how to run a firm. And mm-hmm. from there, I, I went on Craigslist and I posted um, to design one free room for anyone who would allow me into their home. I designed the room for free. As wow. long as they pay for the merchandise. And that's how I built a book, a portfolio. Now, tell us about those early designs, because, you know, you're walking Ooh. in there. And now, do they look at, <laughs> were they looking at you as an amateur? Were they looking at you as a rookie? You know, would they question your abilities? What did you walk in there to? Free is free. Okay, we got free. But then you're still walking <laughs> into somebody's house about to make a change. How did you yes. convince them at that next step? Well, you know what? I am one of those people who believes in the fake it till you make it. And so, you know, what I did was I <laughs> used my house mm-hmm. as kind of like my first project. So mm-hmm. I designed my house, had a friend take some pictures of it. So I at least had some stock images. We must have took about 50 images all throughout my tiny apartment, but we made it look like it was several different rooms. Right. And so I, <laughs> I used that <laughs> as my more. portfolio. And, you right. know, you have to work the angles that you have. Right. I love oh. that. And so that's why, you know, people always get, you know, they, they, they always go, how do I get started? But it's right. Yes. It's how creative are you? Yes, absolutely. I mean, really, it's about working your network. You know, I tell people all the time, if you want to break into design, you don't have any clients, take pictures of your house, take pictures of your friends' houses. Like, you know, I, even in my current house right now, my New York apartment, I have a wall that is solely dedicated to me rearranging things so I can always have extra stock in for my Instagram, always. Absolutely. You know, it's really interesting. It's just like me on baking. You know, people, I, I, I just bake. And I just, I have different ways I bake. I have different dishes I bake. And so I use those to just sell people that I'm a, an award-winning baker. And I, I transitioned yes. that because in tw- January of this year, you were named House Beautiful's next wave, or one of the next wave designers. What does that mean for your brand and for your career at this point, to get that on? Um, you know, that was a life-changing experience, you know, just to be recognized um, as, as one of House Beautiful's 2020 uh, next wave. It was huge. You know, for one, as an African-American designer, there aren't that many of us who even make it to the larger shelter magazine. So, you know, this was big for me because I felt like it was door opening. This is going right. to open up the doors for, for others just like me who are trying to get in that door. But to think I came from Craigslist now to gracing House Beautiful um, I mean, it's the most rewarding experience that, you know, I think a designer could ever have. So I'm, I'm just grateful for that opportunity. It's hard work, but, you know, I see it's paying off. Now. Well, it's paying off. Well, you know, I met you, I felt early in your career, Mikhail, on the Steve Harvey talk show. OK, so as I do prep uh, uh, for your for the interview, I'm, I'm going through. Mikhail also has the honor of designing rooms for prominent personalities, including First Lady Michelle Obama, Oprah Winfrey, Faith Hill, Harry Cornick Jr., Halle Berry, and of course Steve Harvey. Now, when did all this happen? <laughs> 
Did I miss all this? Or this was happening before you met me? No, this was all happening through you. I mean, this is another thing. I think, you know, again, when we talk about making opportunities happen. So when we were on the Steve Harvey show, right. every time Oprah came, Faith, well, Faith Hill or Halle Berry, First Lady uh, Michelle Obama, every time they came, mm-hmm. I was given a budget to design a special green room for each one of them. Awesome. And I would take those, and I would spend my own money, mm-hmm. and I would hire a photographer to photograph each room. Mm-hmm. And then once I got an opportunity, I would come and I would ask that celebrity if they enjoyed the space. And that little <laughs> sentence that they told me, I would take that and I would use it as a quote. I would never forget Oprah. I asked her. And I had to go ask her. I said, you know, because I, I couldn't get that close to her until it was time. I said, you know, did you like your room? And she was like, oh, my gosh, what was that? That's a quote. You put that on your website. And, you know, so it's one of those, you have to work the angles that you have. And Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. how I made that happen. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's it's one. Well, you know, the thing I love about this interview is just you're not. um, First of all, you you trust in yourself and trust in your instincts. And plus, you are looking at opportunities because you're you're is a your field is a visual field. You walk in, you go. Uh, I don't think he knows what he's doing. Oh, I like the way that placement is. And so you're taking advantage of those situations, those opportunities that come to you. And then when you promote yourself, you promote yourself, promoting yourself with credibility. And that's a beautiful thing. And so so where are you now in your career as far as uh, developing and building your brand out? So right now, um, the my biggest thing, I have the launch of uh, a partner with a company called Yosemite Home. Um, out of Fresno, California, and I've just launched my first furniture line. So I have. So you you can pieces. buy some. You can buy some. I can sit on. <laughs> absolutely, uh, you could absolutely <laughs> buy it <laughs> on my website. You can check it out on michaelwelch.com. I'm gonna um, say I'm mad at you, Michael, because you're not sending me any banners so I can post on my social. Because you know that's what money making conversation is all about. You know, you know relationships, promoting. Uh, Successful people in the business showing other people that it can be done. Now you got a furniture line, and I've yet to ever post anything on my social media recognizing this new development or this amazing development in your life. Shame on you. I know I, you're a busy man. I try not to bombard you. I try to wait to you know I have several things lined up. Mm-hmm. I can stack them up and present them to you, so I don't come with these little nuggets. Well, <laughs> finish telling the story. How many pieces and how did they all come about? Mm-hmm. Oh, so this is a great story. Um, so funny, <laughs> funny story. Um, so last year, um, I was uh, there's a big furniture show that they have um, in Las Vegas as well as High Point Market, right. and I'm doing a tour, and I had to take 60 people around to show them my favorite vendors inside of um, this merchandise mart, right. and I took my mother with me. Mm. So um, my mom's collecting all the free bags that you get, you know, from the vendors. But the problem is every time she stops to get a free bag, they want to talk to me to sell something. Right. And I said, OK, Ma, I said, my mom, this is the last door we're going in. And so we go in and I'm looking at a piece and I'm just talking to my mom. I said, I like that piece of artwork, but I don't like the medallion they put on it. Mm-hmm. This lady stops to me and she says, what did you just say about that piece of artwork? And I told her, and I'm like, oh, I put my foot in my mouth. And anyhow, the lady said, well, tell me what else you think. So we walk around the entire store. At the end of the conversation, she says, I'm the vice president of the company. We've been looking to partner with the designer who can help us change our branding. And you were so honest talking to your mother about what you didn't like about that piece of furniture. And I think we want to work with you. 
and that's honestly how it happened. Um, so, and, so, so, <laughs> your mama hustling for freebies. Yes. <laughs> landed you your furniture line. That's what you try to tell us. That's what you said on Money Making Conversation. Yes. Your mama. Yes. Your mama's agreed for the free stuff. <laughs> yes. 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 But you know what? Also, also, I would say this. It's also the preparation. Right. Because it was all of those things that I had done in the past, my portfolio, the television shows, all of the Steve Harvey appearances. Right. You getting me booked on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. So right. when they go back to look at my work, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, this guy knows what he's talking about. So it's being able to back that up and being prepared. Right. That's the biggest thing. You just, I was. Well, prepared. you know, the thing I love about you, Mikhail, is that, you know, you and I have a very honest relationship about how gifted you are and how I will not allow you to not give 100%. And then when I look at your resume and I see you on HGTV, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Good Morning America, Steve Harvey Talk Show, designing for famous people and they walking into a room because, you know, the thing about famous people, man, they've seen it all. And for them yeah. to be impressed by uh, walking into a room, a, a green room. And I walked into some green rooms myself and I went, what is this? And I walk in some green and go, wow. Like Rachel Ray's green room was like off the chain in New York. But again, you're on the show to talk about your new show, Murder House Flip on Quibi. When we come back, I'm talking to my man, Mikhail Welch. Great to have you on the show. When we come back, that's all we're going to talk about is this new show, April 6th. It premieres on Quibi Network. And Quibi Network is a short form channel for mobile users. Be right back. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, and you're listening to Money Making Conversation. And join, as always, whenever he calls the show, and join my conversation with designer extraordinaire. I'm going to put the word extraordinaire because I'm going to put the word award-winning. Uh, you know, House Beautiful's Next Wave Designers was nominated, or just a name for that honor in January of 2020, which is a career-defining moment in his life. He's designed for the greats. You know, when they come on, uh, when they came on Steve Harvey's show, we assigned him, hey, man, we need you to design some outstanding rooms because outstanding people are about to coming when I say rooms green rooms Lady Michelle Obama I remember when she came on the show I remember when Oprah came on the show Faith Hill you know Harry Cornick Jr. he had all his he does he totally redesigned Steve Harvey's dressing room I was there I saw it and and Steve it's very meticulous about how he wants his room to look because he spends a lot of time in and of course Halle Berry but we're on the show to talk about this new show that I saw a trailer on and um you made me laugh and but more important, I'm gonna just tell you something about my the name of the show is called Murder House Flip, and it's on the Quibi yeah. Network. Now, this why this is a perfect show for me is because I I I can't get enough of forensic files. Okay, I'm just tell you, I watch okay. those shows, man. Like I watch the repeats, and now they got new shows, so I'm happy. I watch Sex and Murder. <laughs> I watch all those shows, man. I'm just addicted to those type of shows. And so when I when they sent me the trailer of your show, I didn't know what they were sending me. So when they sent me a trailer about your show about where people are buying houses or renovating houses where people either were murdered in or died yeah. in, I went, wow. I've been sitting on this idea for years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this was the craziest thing I think I have ever, not even think, hands down, this is the craziest thing I've ever worked on. As a matter of fact, when my manager called me to say, hey, you know, you have an audition for Murder House Flip, I'm like, what is this? I thought they were joking. And I, I really didn't believe them until they booked but like even the EP of the show, he called me. He's trying to convince me that it's a real show. And until they booked my plane fare, I didn't really think this was real. But 
It's a legit show. Um, it's myself and a co-host, um, my co-host jo- Joel. The two of us, we go into homes where people have, you know, have these iconic murders happen. Absolutely. Um, Mass murders. Mass murders. Yes. Yes. I mean, the first episode, this lady, you know, it was a elderly woman who killed seven people by, you know, poisoning them so that she could take their social security check. So, and she buried them in her front yard. So it's, it's creepy. Now you want to go out there and bury some, uh, put some grass down and put some plants down and have the children play over the dead bodies and all that good stuff. That, that That's why I love this show. That's why I'm, I'm kind of mad and happy at the same time because I'm mad because I watch all these home makeover shows. I love them. Right. I watch all these forensic murder shows, which I love them. And not one time did my dumb behind go, this is a show. Because you know why? The idea is so crazy and so extreme. It is crazy. It, it is crazy. I mean, even like you saw in the clip, you know, it's the clip where I, I'm on the staircase with my co-host and I, I tell her, you know, I I usually do say ladies first, but I ran down those stairs because it was an energy and I just wanted to get out of that house. Like we film at night. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm laughing because you look so wimping when you said that, and because you were really going down those steps fast. You were going. And she, oh yes, and, and, was, and she's re- a taller person than you, and she's <laughs> taller than you too. So you you were running out those steps real fast. And, and let's 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 talk about it because you talk about being interviewed. And here's the funny part about it because you got to give a hundred percent of for anything that you do, whether you believe in it or not. So when you yes. got when you got the opportunity to go down and interview, who did you interview with, and what, what did your interview consist of? We're talking to Mikael Welch, his new show, uh, Murder House Flip. It's on the Quibi Network, and uh, it's a short form show. Correct? What? How long is it? Uh, each episode is less than six minutes. So six minute episodes that are on your telephone, really quick and easy. Okay, cool. Now, how did you audition for this? Um, so I flew into L.A. Uh, okay. I met at the Sony lot. Uh, the show is produced by um, the parent company of Sony. And we kind of had what they call chemistry tests. And for those who don't know, that's where they put a couple of different hosts together. Right. And so um, it's uh, it's kind of like a group interview. Mm-hmm. And so your personality just has to shine. And so me and my uh, current co-host, Joel, we just kind of uh, hit it off. But basically what they do is they put an image of uh, a house up on the wall and we have to look at a room and we have to kind of tell them together collectively what we would plan to do or how we re envision this house. And so that's uh, typically so, how it So you, you were with a stranger. Yes. And you correct. had to improv that moment? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, in that moment you have to act like, you know, hey, Joel, you know, we typically do X, Y, and Z, but today we're going to do this. But we, you have to go into, you know, that moment and act like you do this all the time and you roll with it. Okay, so what is her background? Um, you know, honestly, uh, Joelle is a high-end uh, residential designer in uh, Beverly Hills. So this is her first time doing television. So she's never done it before. So this was huge for her, too. Mm-hmm. And so and so, both of you guys go in and we talk about the show. Now, how many episodes yes. did you guys tape? They're six minutes long on the Quibi Correct. Network, Murder House Flip. How many did you tape? Now, it's six minutes. What do y'all do, 100? How many y'all do? <laughs> <laughs> well, the way it works is we each house is six minutes. Oh, excuse me. Each house has right. three episodes. So oh. you kind of have like the, the, 
the true crime in the beginning, mm-hmm. kind of the meat and potatoes of the game plan of how we're going to design the space. Mm-hmm. And then the third episode is the reveal. Oh, and okay. so the, each house has three episodes. And I think that's great for the people who like true crime. You have a whole episode that's dedicated to, you know, the sto- the background story of what happened in the house. So you feed me uh, along the way. You feed me with my, my addiction to true crime. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Then you feed my addiction to makeover. How you gonna make exactly. it over? And then you <laughs> feed my addiction to the results. Now, now, and that, and that, do you talk about? Obviously, these crimes were they were, are these crimes resolved? Are they still like looking for the killers? Or what's going on with these crimes? Well, most of them have been resolved. You know, we have a combination. So the interesting thing about this show is. You know, honestly, a lot of people move into these houses because the first thing you ask is like, why would you take that house? Right. Well, if, if you have a house that's on the market, you know, for let's say $600,000, but then you come to the house next door and it's on sale for $300,000, you might just take it because of the price. But um, so some people willingly know, but there's a significant difference in the price and they're right. okay with it mm-hmm. at first. Mm-hmm. And then you also have some who purchased these homes in like the mid-90s who did not know because we didn't have Google. So unless you're looking on a microfiche, you would not know that a murder happened until your next-door neighbor comes and tells you after you purchased the house. Right, and so right. that's where you run yeah. into the problem. Like they, they, they're not going to do with a preacher. You know, knock, and, knock, knock, knock. Uh, uh, exactly. Fifteen people died <laughs> and they're eating. It was a dinner table drinking some liquids exactly and those are the cases where in your you baby know, room your baby room upstairs it was a murder a mass murder in your baby room upstairs they didn't tell you about that <laughs> exactly uh, exactly uh, like uh, in your oven you, that, that you know where you're putting your dinner plates there are four heads up there they put them in a row four heads in a row yeah. where you got your dinner yeah. plates right there somebody just take you on a tour of disaster <laughs> of your home after you purchased it <laughs> yes i mean it's, it's scary i mean i'll be honest with you you know um, I joke and laugh about it, but some horrific crimes really happen, and you'll see them, you know, in the next uh, couple of. I'm tell you something. I'm tell you something. I have to be able to joke. If you made a decision to go into mm-hmm. a house where you know murders have occurred, <laughs> you can become the butt of my joke. I'm sorry, and you cannot sit up there acting like you are fearful now when the price tag was not fearful. That's all I'm saying. Right. My whole no, thing is, true. my whole thing is this. That's why I love the show. That's why when I, these people, <laughs> you know, they always show these people doing the doing the uh, sizzle reel, looking the, the shock. <gasps> <gasps> I can't believe it. <gasps> they really happened. You knew that, like you said. House next door, six hundred thousand. Your house, one hundred and fifty thousand. Look exactly the yeah. same as the house next door. You going? Uh, what's the problem? <laughs> well, you right, know, exactly. in the front yard yeah. where the roses are at, uh, eight people were, were buried there. Are you? You still want to yeah. move in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We definitely have that. I mean, there's one case where a gentleman chopped up his wife and like he was boiling her body part on the on the stove, and that the neighbors smelled that and called the police. And so it's it's, it's, it's and, a and, and, show. And, and people complain about chitlins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> people complain about the smell of chitlins. Okay, really? No. That, yes. that, but you know, the thing about it is that uh, that's why I like the show. I like the show because of the fact that it's different. You're combining two uh, genres in an unusual manner. Now, let's talk about this. Now, you're flipping this house. What does that mean? The murder house flip. What does that mean? So 
It's not your... So, first, let me give this disclaimer. So, the people aren't selling the houses. For right. us, the word flip is us flipping it into something that's positive. It's really what the connotation is. And right. So, um, we come in and we strictly work on the room that's been affected. Um, but the thing about that is when we redesign it, we have to make it look completely different. So this is not just, oh, put a cute sofa in the room. So we're like tearing down walls, we're ripping out fireplaces. So every time you see, so when, the, so when the homeowners come back into that space, it needs to feel completely different because we're trying to help them forget what happened. Like we're pulling up linoleum tile and we're like poor solution and we can see the blood stains that has seeped through mm. because a lot of so we had to really go in and change these houses um, so that when they go into these rooms, they look drastically different. So seriously, you actually saw bloodstains in some of the house Absolutely. Absolutely. In the trailer, there's we're in a bathroom and we um, the the family didn't remove the actual tub where the husband, you know, I guess would have washed the residue or whatever the blood right. thing. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Um, but when we went to pull the, the linoleum back, there's a special solution that they use in crime scenes, and we you'll see it. We pour it right onto the floor, and it bubbles, and you can see it. It's disgusting. Right, and so that you had to like redesign. Oh, absolutely. We had to gut it completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it was, it was more than just the two of us. I mean, we had a, a team that would, you know, come in and help us clean. Um, but we had to gut the rooms and completely redesign them. So you're even going to see me with power tools. So okay. it, let, me ask, let me ask you this, Mikhail, because this is really interesting. So you said the three is a three six minute segments for each episode or each house. Flip. Correct. Murder each house flip. Correct. The, the first part is going to be what happened there. Okay. Correct. The second part is you guys are going in meeting the family that lives there, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. Did any of these family families have children? Yes. And so I think the most interesting is going to be our finale episode. Um, not to go into grave detail, but the young lady who lived in the house, she was a child when they first moved into the house. Right. And now as an adult she's still affected by it and doesn't like to even really go back to her parents' house anymore. And so that, yeah, so they're children. They're, they're definitely children involved. That's that's really, I, I think that's a lot to put on a child. You know, it is. It, that's a, and I don't, I don't think that's fair. The, the parents need their behind whooped. They, they actually need to really understand that that's a, that's an emotional burden, not only for that, but I'm sure she was teased or bullied when she went to school about that. Cause you know, kids don't care. Kids don't they they get right. they get an up on you they're gonna use it and to have a child living that environment is really uh like you said as an adult she's affected by that correct yeah actually but as an adult and you know in that scenario they didn't know right you know, oh they, they didn't they know okay cool okay cool in mm-hmm. in the nineties like they they didn't know but okay. you, like you said the neighbors came next door with the, the cookies and said hey you got the Johnson house and they're like what is the Johnson house. So they didn't know. Right. That's it. Now, the executive producer of this show is from CSI. He's the executive producer, John Berman. So he has uh, a John little. Berman, yes. He has a little uh, something to know. And your co host is who? Uh, uh, Joel Uzel. Joel Uzel. I'm telling you something. This show is, uh, I'm talking to Mikhail Welch, good friend of mine, uh, one of the top young designers. He never failed me in uh, all the years I was executive producing the Steve Harvey talk show, and he's went on to do even greater things. My man, Murder House Flip premieres on the Quibi Network, three six-minute episodes per chef, per house. And you're not exactly Correct. selling a house. You're just flipping a house from a murder crime look 
to a crime to a much more modern and appealing and, and try to try to get their family emotionally more engaged into the house and not the history yes. of the house. Correct. Yes, that is correct. It's all about flipping that design, making it positive and allowing the family to like take ownership of the house back without that negative connotation. Oh, my man, I appreciate you. Again, you owe me some banners so I can promote your show. Also promote your, promote your furniture line. Stay safe out there, Mikhail. And thank you for coming on Money Making Conversations. All right. Thank you. Hi, um, this is Money Making Conversations. And for more episodes of Money Making Conversations, you go to moneymakingconversations.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.